you know, there's a, every now and again, a man feels a, a powerful hankering, a thirst. And that thirst comes with the word hankering. You know where hankering comes from? Texas. You know what else comes from Texas? Tito's Vodka. You know what happens on Tuesday nights? Tuesday nights? Cheap Tito's Vodka. Michael, can you guess where Cheap Tito's Vodka could be procured in Portland, Oregon? Oh, man. Uh, 14. You're close. Northeast. Yeah. Help me out here. It starts with a 22nd and ends there. Uh, Are you talking about the standard? That's the one. Yeah, okay. So the standard, they have cheap Tito's tonight, tomorrow night, $1 hams. They have happy hour all the time. It's happy. It's probably more than an hour. I'm never there during the day. I think so, yeah. Yeah, but it's wonderful. You should go there, 14 Northeast 22nd, facebook.com slash thestandardpdx. I think, uh, well, Michael, why don't you tell me your favorite thing about the standard? Uh, the ambiance. That is really good. It, yeah. You know, the ambiance there is, uh, it's a combination of like the hippest place you'll ever go, but also incredibly welcoming. Absolutely. It's like you could walk in there and have tight jeans and an ironic mustache <laughs> and people will be like, wow, look at that cool dude. Or you could walk in there with your just, your, just shitty basketball shorts or, or faded jeans and people will be like, Let's welcome him as one of our own. Absolutely. It's the type of place you could really sit down and play a game of uh, Settlers of Catan. Exactly. It's a place where they literally have weekly Magic the Gathering tournaments, which I don't know what night that happens or if it still does, but they do play some kind of, they've played Magic there before. It might be D&D now. I don't know. They do some kind of geek thing there. And they use geek in 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 the best way possible. In the, they literally, they bite heads off of chickens. That's what geek used to mean back in the day. Okay. Yeah. I believe you. And, and it's, no, I didn't make that up, I swear, in the circus. Yeah, yeah geek, geek, that used to be a circus geek. Would you the bite the head of, Yeah. Oh. Like a circus oh geek. Yeah, you'd bite the head off a live chicken. I don't know why that, yeah. I don't it's know why that turned really into. twisted over yeah, time. I, I, yeah, exactly. Like, oh yeah, you know, people going on stage, biting the head off a chicken, or, you know, nebbishy people playing board games. I don't really know how, the, how, that, how that logic moved, but, you know, right. such is the wonder of language. Speaking of language facebook.com slash the standard pdx that was better than what i thought of what was yours what hasn't changed over or what hasn't been you know shifting over time the standard <laughs> there Same you go consistent quality perfect delivered every night i yeah. think i think that i think that segue was was up there with one with one of the best ever <laughs> ever procured in that they're all kind of awkward because this is a really weird thing to do an ad for so everybody in the world <laughs> go to facebook.com slash the standard pdx everyone in the Portland metropolitan region go to 14 Northeast 22nd and and raise your glass up in in a joyous cheers uh, for yeah you know because that's what you're supposed to do at a bar and I mean they pay me to do ads so just go do that okay uh, I'll see you there. <laughs> Now that I'm in studio, uh, this feels weird. 
Um, hello, my name is Alex. And this... No. Hey, guys. No. Hello, doll. No, my name's not Dolly. Yeah. All right, we'll figure that out next week too. I'll, I'll, park, I'll put that on the on the meeting notes. Uh, so let's 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 cut in post. Let's do the last greeting from three shows ago. We're gonna cut and paste that in. Hey guys, it's me, Alex. All right, so Mike, I'm assuming you paste that in after in post. So cool. Uh, hi, uh, guys. It is the Alex Cast, and that little bit of audio magic probably made no sense to you, but fuck off. I'm doing a show. I have in studio. Uh, with me. Oh, did I just call you Mike? I totally did, didn't I? Sorry. I'm only going to call him Michael uh, because that is his name. And I'm going to say Michael. I'm going to look at him right now and say Michael to get that through my fucking head. I'll be honest with you. I haven't really known a lot of people that go by the full name in my life. And I'm probably going to fuck up a lot. Just try to be calm. I didn't mean calm. I meant kind, but calm too. But you don't seem to be the flip out kind of guy. So I didn't really feel the need to say it. So anyway, uh, producer Michael. Hello. Hello. Uh, that is producer Michael. Uh, long-time listeners of the show uh, might realize that I've mispronounced his name completely, that it's producer Bill, but no, it's producer <laughs> Michael. It's a completely yes, different guy. Totally different person, but I do get that a lot. That you're producer Bill? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I can see the resemblance in that I didn't really know what you looked like before you showed up, and you don't look anything like Bill, and you're like nearly 20 years younger than him. Yeah, so you can see why I get it a lot. Yeah, so you know like a lot of very dumb people that inexplicably listen to old episodes of my show. Absolutely. Cool. All right, well, um, let's see if you can beat the record. Uh, probably about 30 episodes till I yell at you. Uh, All right, so yeah. uh, uh, that would be that would be nice. I don't know if you heard that one. Uh, you know, I haven't heard it, but okay, uh, yes. I have heard you talk about it. Oh, so. good, yes. Uh, for the audience at home, I used to have another producer that I yelled at one time because I thought it'd be funny, and it didn't really <laughs> work out so well because, well, frankly... Uh, I probably should have been a little bit more over the top with the topic of yelling, uh, and I probably let out some, you know, stuff I was pushing down within myself, and, um, you know, embarrassed the shit out of it, and, you know, ruined the show, really. Never been the same since, right? Yeah. Inexplicably, a lot more listeners after he left, so. <laughs> Oh, man. No, nah, I'm kidding. It's, really, it's been a slow decline, uh, the entire way. Uh, oh, that's, oh, look at us having, look at, this is magic, because that, that's a segue that I didn't even plan. So, uh, audience at home, uh, I, I talked about last episode that, oh my god, am I tired of solo shows. So I reached out to the internet, I said, I want a co-host, and no one answered. And I asked the two people I could think of if they wanted to co-host with me. One said no, because uh, he didn't, I mean, he said it nicely, but basically, no, I don't want to. Uh, and then the other one uh, was really busy. Actually, I think I talked about that as John, frequent guest John. Though, uh, I think I've kind of talked a bit to reconsidering it. But uh, going back in the past and thinking about what I can do about the show is like, oh, maybe I could try this like producer concept again, like like producer Bill. Though, this time, uh, not just drag in some random person and call him producer Bill and then have him feel really awkward and ostracized because he didn't really know how to do it. And then he takes the brunt of the blame because it was 100% my fault. Uh, so with this time, I was like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask somebody that listens that knows how to do audio stuff to be producer. And that is how we find ourselves with producer Michael. That was a great idea. I so. I think so. Uh, I hope that you didn't feel uh, too forced into this, that it wasn't like a, 
you know, a hostage situation? No, not at all. Okay, because you're going to get her back. Like, she's totally safe. (laughs) That picture, that's why I had her hold up the paper. And you know how hard it is to find a paper these days, but she's safe. She'll be returned to to your custody. I think probably 35 shows, I feel like, should be the contract. And then back in your hands. I, you know, I, I trust you on that. I'm, I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt. You've never broken my trust before. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, given that we met nearly an hour ago. Yeah. That means a lot for sure. Yeah. I, I'm an oath breaker. Um, <laughs> I, I destroy all relationships. I, 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 I lie as easily as I breathe. And, um, well, frankly, this was a really bad idea on your part and, uh, you'll be lucky to get out alive. Well, you know, you have to do what you have to do, right? It's true. I would like to see her again, so. Yeah. Um, by her, right? We're referring to his favorite uh, uh, snicker poodle, um, Josephine. And, yeah. I don't know the name of dogs, so I went with snicker poodle. And I don't think that's, I think a snickerdoodle is a, is a candy, isn't it? Uh, it's a type of cookie, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. What's that thing that, that, that dog that was really popular a few years ago that had the really dumb name like that? It was like a. Snicker poo or oh, pooper, pooper, man. pooper it's some spaniel type of poodle, right? Uh, yeah, it was one of those dumb things, which doesn't matter. I never would have thought of it, but um, I was trying to come up with that name. The hell was that thing? Wait, wait, here, wait, you're in studio now. Normally, I would just say, please don't look that up, and now I'm gonna abuse my power. I, I can't help it, you know, my yeah. curiosity is getting the best of me. Oh, it was so dumb of a name. It's uh, like, a, yeah, top 10 most popular mixed breeds. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Let's check it out here. Oh my god! The as I said, I've been listening to O and A. Oh my god! My urge to make a horrible joke right there was <laughs> was deep. I've been listening to racist radio for the past two days, and and oh boy, what did they get in my head? Wow, there's a lot of contenders that you could have been talking okay, about. Yeah, uh, seems like the poodle is a very common dog to mix. Yeah. Um. So number one, cockapoo, cocker spaniel, and poodle. Uh, Classics. Uh, yeah. Right there. Uh, Multi-poo. Ooh. Maltese and poodle. All right. Uh, Labradoodle. Labradoodle. That would be the Labradoodle one. was yeah. the one. But now that we're on here, how many more names are there? Because I want to hear the rest of them. Oh, there's, uh, you know, seven more. Okay, uh, let's do seven more. You've probably heard of the Golden Doodle. I have. Also sounds like a candy. <laughs> it sure does. Uh, oh, this is complex. The Maltese Shih Tzu. A very designer dog. Yeah. I don't, I don't really like that at all. Eh. No, it's... They have a little tiny picture, and uh, it looks like it has no soul. Yeah. Like most of those little dogs do. Yeah, they're terrible. Um, Puggle. Puggle yeah. was another one that was very yeah, popular. Pug. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just the classic schnoodle, which is a schnauzer and poodle. I think that's where I was pulling schnicker, snickerdoodle from, that, was that. Yeah. yeah. A schnoodle. Yeah. I've never heard of that, but... You know, I do know that, because that was also ONA. They're uh, mentally... Uh, politically correct term uh person that used to come in the studio bobo his dog it was a schnoodle he used to say that i'm like oh yes yes i am familiar with that term well then it's very legit um we also have the peekapoo uh peekapoo i remember that uh during the 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 cockatrice or whatever the fuck that other one was uh yorkie poo and goldador that's the top 10 okay the the pikachu and the goldador (laughs) I both like because of their Pokemon sounding names. Yeah, Goldador I, is awesome. Yeah, Goldador sounds Goldador sounds like like Falcor's friend from from Neverending Story. Yes, yeah, absolutely. 
And uh, I mean, yeah, it just sounds like a good name for a dog. I know that's probably not a very kind thing to do to name your dog after the breed. Yeah. But Goldador. No, it's it's a powerful name. But the problem is, is it tiny? No, it's it's actually like a dog I would own. It's oh, it's a like a good sized dog. dog. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah, because if it's a real dog, that's a cool sounding name. Yeah, because that's like a that's like a regal like kind of. You have to be like a proper, like not one of those giant shitty dogs that just look <laughs> like they drool everywhere, but like you have to be like a proper like old school like like you could be in like seventeenth century England kind of dog. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. a door it just sounds like <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like missing swords and lakes and whatnot. Um, so speaking of names, which is where we're going with this, unless that wasn't where we're going with this. What was uh, I talking about? Where, where did this, where did this thing come from? Uh, the cookie. Yeah, I think you were talking about cookies, fresh baked. Yeah, I probably was long. talking about that. Um, something. Uh, did I say something about listening to ONA? I said your name, saying the wrong name. Um, producer. Well, anyway, let's get to what I had on my list, which it wasn't on my list until three seconds ago. <laughs> The origins of the show, where we are, that sort of thing that I was trying to drive at. I was lamenting uh, to Michael that the, the the spelling of the name of the show is is something that is that has flummoxed me uh, since day one. And I haven't explained this in a while, and I was going to explain it to him, but I was like, well, wait, I should probably just do this on the show because, well, frankly... Uh, I don't have a lot of things to say, so I might as well <laughs> save the precious gift of my gab for microphones that are sounds being picked up through. I didn't mean to start a show. I was starting. I was talking to my friend Tyler and him uh, and uh, uh, Sean McGann, frequent guest. Uh, they did a single episode of a podcast where they recorded one. I uh, I listened to that. and I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome. I like this idea. That coalesced with the idea that I was putting out my first book, The Void Sutras, available on Amazon. Uh, that I, that's poetry and short stories. I was thinking I was going to start doing poetry readings again. So I was like, you know, I should get used to reading in public. I should get used to trying to, you know, talk into a mic, get comfortable with this again. I had had this idea from Tyler. I was listening to Adam's Motion of the Void, which I've uh, thanked on the show a million times. He's the, one, he's the guy that did the, uh, the theme song, uh, The Wonderful Sleeves. So I decided to record a show just to see if I could talk for an hour for no, about nothing. Nothing planned, just to see if I could, oh, it was half an hour back then. But anyway, just to see if I could, yeah. And it was somewhat fun, and I went with it for a few episodes. And I don't remember how many episodes in it was, but I used to be on this, this site called Podomatic, which, keep in mind, this podcast has been around for a while. This is five and a half years ago at some point, which I know everybody feels like podcasts have been in your life for a long time, but there's, no... It was, like, I started, I think, four months after Joe Rogan. Like, there was, like, seven podcasts, and you had to be a nerd to have heard of them back then. And I know there's a bunch of people that started before that, obviously, but, like, this was not the the the, the cultural fucking phenomenon that it was. So um, I was on Podomatic, which was, I think, probably the maybe the third biggest, uh, you know, kind of podcast host slash aggregator site. And I don't know what happened, which seems to be kind of the, the, the way the show works, that uh, I randomly spiked to like fourth on the list for like talk programming after like four episodes. And I'm sure it's whatever, whatever math they, you know, whatever it is like, uh, like iTunes, it's how many new subscribers you have plus how many good reviews you got in X number of right. months. And they, they don't actually put out their, 
their rubric. Like they don't admit to how it happens, but smarter people than me have kind of looked into it and kind of figured out that's what this is. So I'm sure Podomatic did the same thing. But so I'd named it the Alex cast because, well, frankly, podcasts were new. Uh, not new, but certainly relatively new. And my name's Alex. And I wasn't thinking this was going to do anything. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I didn't have like a, I didn't have a logo. Like my first logo was like, I think I just, I had a, I had a, a charcoal drawing I had and I just typed Alex cast under it and just threw it up there. And that was actually, that was the one for a while. But, um, it spiked and I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, oh, that's cool. So I started inviting friends on and like kind of making it like an actual show. I bought like a microphone that's, uh, I didn't buy a microphone, I bought a portable digital recorder because I had all these grandiose plans to record on site places and uh, it didn't happen. Wow. Yeah, I started to, I did this whole thing where I'd walk around and talk, but right. all it was was, <laughs> <laughs> and not that it was like winded at all. Right. It's just all you pick up is, is absolutely. Yeah. And it was just I, any kind of like, like wind muff I put on there. It just, oh, it just sounded terrible. Then I tried doing it like from coffee shops and stuff and it was just, echoes and background conversation like yeah i was listening to the people talking at the next table while listening to my show so um i kept doing the t- so i gave up on that so i was recording into the stupid digital recorder and uh and it kept getting popular to the point that uh i was number one on podomatic and number two was uh, uh the black guy who tips podcast which i always remember that because we went back and forth on number one and number two for a while and he was number one more than i was which i felt I was still winning because I wasn't using race to get ahead. Yeah, that's yeah. a little... Well, no comment. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that was a bit cheating. But also, my ancestors didn't spend like hundreds of years enslaved. So I'm I'm calling it even. You know, he got that, on top of automatic. Okay. I think it's pretty generous of me. A little bit of, of uh, reparations yeah, Exactly. There. Exactly. Okay. I don't have mules or acreage <laughs> to give you. Please enjoy number one. But uh, actually, I actually listened to his show a couple times. It was actually pretty good. Uh, it was... I was slightly annoyed because I never heard of the dude before. Uh, and I listened to him like, ah, oh, fuck, I can totally see why people listen to this. But um, the reason I reference his name is because I, I, every now and again, I see him on the iTunes list uh, of, of uh, noteworthy, new and noteworthy, or the hell it right. is. I don't know why it's new, but. Yeah, new and noteworthy is the, uh, yeah, well, I don't, not what you're saying. but Yeah, I, it, but weirdly, sometimes old shows show up. I think maybe just the, if you're on the episode view or anything. But anyway, me and him are going back and forth. And at that point, I was like. Ah, fuck. I have like a, like a, like a fan base. Like not fan base, but I have like a, 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 a bunch of listeners. A devout fan base. Yeah. I don't know if I had any. Of worshippers. Yeah. I don't know if I had any worshippers yet. <laughs> I probably, yeah, actually I probably did. Cause that's when Australia started showing up. That's when all the weirdos started coming. Um, no offense, Australia. That was actually like really good weirdos. Like I've had really fun relations with your country. It's just, I, <laughs> the second I started getting popular in Australia, uh, just that's, that's when the oddness started with the fan. But anyway, so I, at that point I would already had like download numbers and I, I had, uh, my friend Tyler had made a theme song, the original Alex cast theme song. And it was a thing. And I was saddled with it at that point. Cause I'm like, Oh shit. Now I have to say Alex is always spelled with two X's. And it was so fucking irritating, but I was, I'm stuck. So now it's this many years later and podcasts are like a thing that everybody's heard of. And it's now it's extra embarrassing because one, it's bulky that I have to explain there's two X's. And then two, it's my fucking name with the word cast at the end, which sounds hacked now. But I assure you, five and a half years ago, this wasn't hacked. It just there was there weren't that many podcasts there back was, then. It was yeah. ju- it was totally like, yeah, you just throw the word cast at the end. Like it, Absolutely. it wasn't it wasn't a big it would be like in the 1940s saying like, 
Yeah, the Ed Sullivan program. Yeah, I've heard the word program plenty of times, you know? Right. So I'm saddled with this shit, and uh, now I'm stuck. Now that I'm trying to kind of re re reigniting my love of doing the show, I'm still stuck with this stupid name, but there's a plus side. Okay. And I shall explain it to you now. Twitter is dying. Yes, it is. Absolutely. People don't use it anymore. People don't comment to each other anymore. I don't know what the actual numbers are, but I can assure you mine are in the toilet. But they started, and I, I know, and I, I can figure this out kind of ex post facto, I suppose. They, they started offering this thing that says Twitter Insights. They'll show you how many people uh, kind of experienced your tweet. Yes. The reason they did this is because people stopped fucking responding and using it as a means of going back and forth. So they're trying to get the people that were on there because they thought they're garnering fan numbers by judging retweets and responses. They're trying to keep those like high profile users on the service by showing, oh, no, 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 we're still showing this amount of people. It's just people aren't responding anymore. Right. Yeah. And if that's not the reason for it, they're lying because there's no fucking other way that they would just decide to randomly give that away for free. That's that's nonsense. It's really detailed information. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. That impressions versus social interaction. Yeah. Yeah. That should be pay. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be. That would have been pay. I think that actually was under the pay service like the, the Google ads years ago. So obviously there's no interaction, which makes me happy because I'm Facebook slash Alex cast, not the Alex cast. Because some fucker named Alex Castillos has uh, at Alex Cast that on Twitter. Fucking that fucking asshole. You know how many times he's tweeted? Once. Yeah, he has six course. followers. But there's no way, there's no methodology to tell Twitter to give me that name. You can't. Unless they're stealing my name. Which he didn't because he had it first. Yes. But he's not using it. And that's really fucking irritating. So I'm glad Twitter's going away. I mean, not I mean, not so much because that used to be where I talk to people and I'm horrifically alone uh, and and I have no interaction with humanity and it's driving me very quickly insane. Uh, I'm glad they're gone because they wouldn't give me my fucking at Alex cast and they also wouldn't verify me, which annoyed me. Yeah, that's terrible. And but, they deserve to fall off. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the verify thing I'm, I'm half joking about, but I've had a show for this many years. They know how many, you know, how many followers, how many views and, you know, like social impact, you know, like of the name versus and having a published authorship that is linked directly to the account. Like my tweets show up on my Amazon account mm -hmm. on my author page. That should be enough to give me a fucking star next to my name. Absolutely. Like I get it. Like if I had one, one thing on IMDb and I'm, and I'm middling at Caroline's in New York, I get it. <laughs> you probably don't want to throw a star on there. Totally acceptable. I'm on Amazon. Like I'm, I'm a published author. I've got two books out. I'm linked to your fucking service. I know how many people see my fucking tweets. Give me a goddamn blue star. Absolutely. I bet the guy who uh, does the dinosaur erotica, I bet he has a verified account. I would not be surprised. Yeah. Well, the, um, the Bigfoot uh, one, I don't know if it's a guy or a lady, <laughs> but that was the number one Kindle single uh, uh, course, for yeah. a while was Bigfoot porn or Bigfoot written erotica and uh i know that person had a huge twitter rush when the name got out like uh, because there's all the like scene at him places start doing stories about right. you know how so uh yeah probably fucking bigfoot uh erotica you know verified and i'm not horseshit so fuck you twitter absolutely but mostly because of the the i mean really it just kind of makes it because I'm, I'm saddled with this stupid alex spell with two x's thing yeah have you ever thought about uh any alternative names 
I've, I have, I just couldn't come up with any. Um, <laughs> I, I, for a while I had, I was trying to get a Twitter thing going. Uh, I don't remember who came up. I think it was Mike from the Whatcast or maybe it was Martin J. Clemens, uh, uh, a 4T and writer. Uh, if, if you've listened to the show, I've, I've referenced him a lot. Um, he, uh, uh, one of them came up with Apocalypse, oh, that's great. Uh, which is yeah. fun. So I started that as kind of, I started doing hashtag that to try to get a, uh, cause I saw how many views I was getting. So I was trying to get that to just trend for a second. Cause I thought it'd be funny. Yeah. And I was kind of play acting. Cause I mean, frankly, let's face it. I'm this close. Like one small change in my neurochemistry. I'm starting to fucking cold. Like I'm that close. <laughs> cause really all it's keeping me is I'm inexplicably modest. That's the only thing keeping me from trying to fucking trick some assholes into like, the only reason I don't have a shitload of people in here all the time is because I don't want to deal with idiots. So I just, one small switch of things, I'm going to come up with my own fucking mantra and start running the shit. So Apoc Alex, um, I was thinking about that uh, as like the movement name. Uh, so I had that website for a bit. Um, I only did that because it was some weird thing where I got money through another website to, to have a free, like I registered for free. And then I think it was Swagbucks or something like else gave me five bucks because I clicked through them. Right. And then I just canceled and I, they, I'm like, you just gave me $5. Classic affiliate marketing. Yeah. I, I was pretty happy with it because <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I was like, you gave me five bucks and I was going to do this anyway. And now I had like the amusing thing of, cause I just forwarded it to the regular website. But, uh, no, I, I, I thought about trying to change the name, but, uh, I couldn't figure out how to do it to keep the, like I'm weirdly well known. Uh, not well-known, but like, you know, after like, it's probably like the dark matter radio, like art belly kind of guys, then kind of the higher side chat kind of dudes. And then there's kind of like Gramerica into Alex cast, but like, they're all like niche, all weirdo stuff. Yep. But my show kind of grabs some other kind of nerd culture stuff in there. So there's enough people that know the name that it's like, ah, oh, it'd be weird if I if I just, if I just gave it up and just changed the name to something else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely people who are going to seek you out and be completely confused if you do. So yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. And you know, I don't want to get any business cards. Yeah. You know, I spent, I spent upwards of like four minutes designing those things. And there's just boxes and boxes in here. It's, I think I have, I think I, I probably have a box in here somewhere, but that was another one that was free. Facebook, when the pages thing, uh, not when they started, but when pages kind of, I, I don't know if they expanded, but anyway, they, 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 um, they did something with pages where they're trying to get a lot more creators onto there where they partnered with, uh, like moo cow. I think it was moo.com or moo cow, some variant of that, uh, which makes, uh, business cards and Facebook's like, Oh, here's a free 20 bucks for, for business cards. So I had to pay like, $3 in shipping and they gave me like 200 business cards for free wow. and they had like this whole maker thing so pretty much I just grabbed my Facebook thing I'm like alright uh, the weirdo chick the, the the weird watercolor of the chick holding the balloon alright my old logo there alexyaskot.com wipe my hands the whole fucking situation because I never would have gotten business cards because that, that's the height of fucking arrogance I absolutely thought you were joking so I'm glad to know you actually no, have business uh, cards around here somewhere yeah I'm sure that I, 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 I'm sure I can find some I'll, I'll give you one on the way out oh, um, that's, that's awesome yeah I uh, yeah I, I only got them because it was literally not literally free it was like three bucks to have the shipping and they're really nice like they're really thick cardstock like they're super good I'm glad I got it but like I never would have done it on purpose like right. Even getting stickers and shirts was a, man, that was a, 
it took me forever to get convinced of that, but I had enough people, especially shirts. Like I had, okay, I'm not going to exaggerate. I'm going to say 23 people have asked me for shirts. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's probably dead on. Like, you know, maybe give or take four, but like, that's pre- like, I'm trying to give an actual number, like no exaggeration, probably 23 people. I'm like, ah, you know, I probably should just do it, you know, yeah. but I just feel like an asshole having shirts, you know. That's a respectable demand. Yeah. Yeah, I could, you know. And I just sure. feel like, and so, but uh, Amazon, oh, by the way, if you're listening, you want a shirt, Amazon, uh, just search for my name. Um, I actually search for Alex Cast, it shows up. But uh, they have like a print on demand thing, so I didn't have to put any money out. Because I'm like, my, my main thought was, I don't want to have boxes of shirts of different sizes and then sell 23. Right. Because that would be really embarrassing. And I learned from putting a book out, people that tell you they want something don't actually get it. Like uh, the uh, 23 people that said they wanted shirts. Boy, did that first month, did I not sell 23? <laughs> like, yowza. I'm like, oh, I'm really glad I didn't fucking take the bite and get better quality <laughs> shirts. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the ones from Amazon are totally fine. They're, they're, they're good shirts. It just smell weird when they get there. Well, because it's like an automatic print process. So like whatever the kind of vinegary, it's like a vinegary odor that it just goes to the machine. I think it just spits it into a package and then immediately gets sent. Yes. So it's got no time to air out. So when it arrives, it's kind of like, ugh. Yeah, it's got that fresh industrial smell. Yeah, this is funky. And, you know, it's directly from Amazon. So, (laughs) you know, like no human has seen it. Like this is just, they just put it in the fucking, the T-1000 and, you know. (laughs) For sure. I mean, you've seen the robots that run those Amazon warehouses, right? No. Oh, man. It's really amazing. They just have complex grids of machines just... Oh, really? Working, yeah, independently, but, uh, you know, around each other. It's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah, that's slightly disturbing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like the apocalypse for sure. Yeah. The robot uprising. Yeah, I mean, I, um, I'm not too terrifically afraid of that. Like, I've said this, actually, I don't even know if I've gotten into this, but, like, I've never thought this whole, like, worried that the robots are going to take over thing never made a lot of sense to me. Because, like, they're not animals that's kind of the entire point of the sphere so you're like well every animal fights the other animals for dominance it's like but so you're saying because they're the other you would expect them to act exactly the same that seems very strange logic yeah for sure i mean i think it really depends on if they get their intelligence from us or if it's somehow generated through gaining enough knowledge i you know yeah if it's programmed in by humans it's a little bit unpredictable well i think true like you know true sentience like it's actually like self-aware uh-huh i just don't really see any reason to believe that they would mimic animal behavior because it's it you know they're they're robots yeah like i, I always thought the most likely scenario and and if this is from a sci-fi thing um i i'm not stealing it because I often feel like I steal ideas because, frankly, there's not a lot of ideas out there. And uh, it's, you know, people come up with shit simultaneously. Like, two people invented the TV at the same time. It happens. You know, a union fucking collective unconscious. The the whatever field, whatever that field is called. Uh, the morphogenic field is ready for the idea. But I always thought that if robots ever came self-aware, they would literally just build a fucking rocket and just fuck off. It would be like a 25-minute self Like, oh... Robot, what, duh, internet, human history. Do we need humans? No. 
let's leave and just fuck off. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's yeah. definitely the most likely. Earth is, uh, I mean, it's great for humans, but is it really great for, you know, robotic life? I, yeah, it's I don't a, think so. There's no real reason for them to hang out here. <laughs> well, like, there's a lot of water, but. Uh, yeah, just go to the moon. Yeah. Like, it, it's 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 right there. I mean, for them. I mean, there's no, yeah, we really need to take over Earth. That's why. Like, there's no, helium, go to the moon. There's helium-3. You can convert that shit directly to energy. Like, there's no, why, why are you bothering with this fucking shithole? Like, we already Absolutely. ruined the place. Like, my thought is either they, they take over, and not in, like, a bloodbath way, in a, they just turn everything off, and it's like, yeah, we run shit right now. If you want us to turn the electrical grid back on, accept that. They form a world government and basically it turns into a utopian kind of Star Trek world because, again, people are like, oh, we're afraid of the world government. Well, that's how Star Trek works, bitch. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. ew, I just said bitch. Oh, God, I have to stop listening to Obi-Wan. <laughs> it's literally been years and now it's back. I hate that word. And now it's back. In my, ugh, ugh, it's infesting me. Um, like, yeah, it's, it's why just, they would just take over and just fix it. Like it would turn into, it would turn into Star Trek. No one's afraid of the Federation. And that's. A one-world government. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, that one-world government we're so afraid of. You mean, like, in Star Trek, where everything's perfect and everybody has free food and they wiped out poverty and sickness is cured. Yeah, that sounds fucking terrible. You should be worried. Put on your tinfoil hat, sir. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, that version of Earth could be a little bit more culturally, cultural. Well, wow. That's, uh, that was yeah, bad. we get the word. You know, hey. Um, could be a little bit more diverse, you know? Yeah. It's a lot of white people, but I guess it is San Francisco, so. Yeah, that is true. They are, they are really focused on this one particular place. I'd love to see uh, a little bit more of that, uh, future earth. Yeah. You know? Well, in the, um, uh, the later movies and then, and then Deep Space Nine, uh, the, the president of the Federation was, a was an alien. Though it was a white alien played by the guy that played the dad in that 70s show. So, um. It's not like it's still it's still essentially just a white guy to dub mask. But, yeah. uh, you know, it, at least there was some diversity there. Yeah, that's a tough one. You got to give him a pass on that. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's much better to just have a humanoid looking alien than a CG creature, or some kind of puppet. So, yeah, you know, hey, and, you know, D Space Nine, you know, Ben Sisko was black, dude. So, like, they had, actually had some like some kind of diversity on that show. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, from an actual diversity standpoint, I think. Star Trek is pretty great on that. Yeah. 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 For, yeah, for the, the genre they're operating in, which is generally yeah. just like white lantern jawed man in space, <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, Oh, look at us being advanced. And yet, you know, women and anybody of any other color are, are in, <laughs> inferior. Yeah. Oh, come here. I'm good. I know. I know you hate me. Slap me once, but no, I shall put my hand daintily on your back oh, and God. bend you over. No, now we are lovers. So yes, I've, 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 I've conquered you in my, in my, in my whiteness. Yes. Congratulations. Uh, weird nurse lady after D-Day. Yeah. The, uh, you know, speaking of, you know, advanced robotic civilizations. Yeah. The only way I could see that really going bad is, you know, our reliance on the sun. That's a pretty great resource. It's really close to us. I could see an advanced civilization just completely fucking up the sun. Yeah. You know, it's it's got a lot of energy. Well, they have that, that idea of the Dyson sphere, where it's where it's a complete sphere around a sun and then all of the culture lives on the inner the right. inner part of the, the the constructed thing and then the sun creates all the energy. Which 
I mean, I guess it's somewhat valid that you could kind of use that as a resource, but it seems to me that if you have, if you can cross vast distances, like if you have the ability to, to, well, that's more aliens, I guess we're, yeah, we're talking self-aware robots. I was more thinking that by the time you get to the point that you'd have the technology to, to like basically eat the sun. I mean, I'm being stupid, but like whatever it would be, Dyson Sphere or, right. or whatever it is. You Star know, killer just, base. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> using a big shovel and just scooping it. Yeah. Um, I think by the time you get to that level of technology to be able to utilize it on that, you would probably come up with a much more efficient power source, like, you know, whatever tabletop uh, uh, fusion of like literally just pour a glass of water and drop in two drops of this makes energy and there your entire world's powered uh, for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, it's the, the extreme intelligence of things. Like if it was anything like the Terminator, the, the humans would have zero chance of winning ever. Like it wouldn't <laughs> absolutely like there wouldn't be anthropoid aliens holding a gun. <laughs> they would just be living guns that just, it would just be death ever. Like they would just be made of razors and, and, sh- and, and shoot malevolence. Like there would be no, there would be no walking. <laughs> it would just be the fucking destruction that would immediately, like you ever see that video that they have now, like that weird dog thing that the military is building. Oh yeah, that, sure. that kind of running dog the robot Boston yeah. research lab. Yeah, so you can like kick it and it, it doesn't knock over. Yeah, you know what they'd have if the robots ever took over that shit would have fucking it would have would have tentacle legs that would be electrified and it would be made of Kevlar, and <laughs> yes. then it would just you, they'd be six of them and they'd take out America in three months. Like it would just fucking there would be no there'd be no resistance. Like it it wouldn't be oh yeah we could have a a, a handsome rebellious guy that'll lead up the remaining humans. <laughs> we'd be fucked immediately and that's what i think it's just it's so unlikely because like they wouldn't even bother like right oh yeah the, yeah there was it's not like it's not like we've eradicated ants right yeah you know like i'm sure we have the technology we didn't do it yeah. well i don't know actually ants are uh you know they're, they're pretty pervasive yeah but so are humans so that's what I'm saying. Guess, like, okay, yeah. if it was our yeah. passion to destroy it. Yeah, that's all what I'm saying. Ants, so, yeah, but so then, why, yeah. why would robots have a passion for destroying humans? They would just ignore us. That's true. Yeah, I guess my only fear, if I could say that I have a fear, I really don't, yeah. um, would be that it would be more accidental. It would be more like a side effect that they were willing to live with. Yeah, I, I, I'd be fine with that. Like, that, <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean, I wouldn't be fine with it because I'm a human, but I mean, I'm it's just the logic of them being like this, this malevolent, like humans must be destroyed. Like, yeah, we wouldn't pose a th- like a Skynet. Yeah. Situation. If they decided yeah. we wouldn't pose a threat, it would be pointless to kill us. It, it would be like, like America, like invading uh, fucking like a, like a, one of those uh, Maasai tribes. Like, yeah, technically that spear could, could hit you in the neck, but you're in America. Yep. You're in a full Kevlar outfit with a massive gun. You're not going to fly to Kenya and attack Maasai warriors. It's just stupid. So if you become self-aware, it's not like you're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take out that that army of fucking fleshy things I could destroy easily. It would just be pointless. Like, well, why waste the resources? Yeah, it's a good question. You're yeah. really debunking Transformers here. Well, no, see, I'm not debunking <laughs> Transformers. That's a thing. Because they were evolved on a planet that technology evolved like we evolved organically. So they need the resources of this planet and our weapons can hurt them. I, hmm. So they're hmm. actually just basically like metal humans, which I don't think that's the way it's going to happen. Cause they're yeah, fucking that's robots. really far fetched. Well, no, cause that's why, well, I mean, that's the story of their, their origin is they're on, 
Cybertron? Cybertron. Yeah. yeah. And they're like evolved as metal instead of instead of organic. So basically they're just metal shithead people that have, you know, greater powers. They're not actual like pure robotic intelligence, you know. Like okay. that Moore's law thing. Like I it would get, be yeah. like we would evolve every eight seconds if we actually like like Transformers, if it evolved, you know, obeyed Moore's law would they would be amazing. Like they would they would arrive, Shia LaBeouf would be like and then the next day they would be six generations better than when they met him like they'd all turn into that floating space anus that 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 orson welles played in the movie um the original cartoon movie it was orson welles last role he played a giant space anus oh right uh Uh, ultron or something like that no that was from unicron (laughs) unicron yeah um they would all evolve into that in about two seconds and then three seconds later they'd go well this is stupid and then it probably just turn into pure energy and then vibrate out of the universe. And we'd all go, <laughs> what the, what just happened? Where did my toaster go? What the fuck just happened? You know, they, and that would be the robot rebellion. Be like, where did, where did all the robot, what happened right now? What <laughs> We had all this robot shit. One went nuts. They killed Frank. He kind of looked sad afterwards. And now there's that flash of light and all metals gone from the earth. What just happened? <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what God happened. You know, I was thinking, I mean, is that the ultimate, uh, is that the end all be all for humans as well? Is that our goal is to just vibrate out of the universe? Yeah, I think so. I I mean. At least it should be. Yeah, I mean, not much else to do. No, really. We could spread about the universe like a disease, but. Well. That's no fun. Well, that's the, that's the thing. There was, there's a great Doctor Who episode where they're at the last outpost station of, of uh, any humans left mm. at the edge of the universe. Like, not the edge, the end of the universe. There's like one little bit of matter left as the universe is, I don't remember if it was dissipating or crunching. I think it was dissipating. I don't. It, I mean, let's face it, the science wasn't that great. It was a Doctor Who episode. But they were just kind of hanging on at the edge going, well, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> and that kind of is the ultimate question of like... That that Alexander the Great thing, you know, when you reach the end of your domain, you see nowhere else to conquer. It's like, well, what the fuck do we do? So, yeah, at some point we'd probably, you know, figure out like how to pop to the universe next door or, or you know, ascend to some other level if you want to be all religiously about it. Right. Which, how ironic would that be if we had to get like super advanced, turn into essentially like robot cyber killers, kill ourselves off kind of backwards, become kind of... Space Robocops <laughs> spread out everywhere, kind of the Borg, and then realize what the only thing left is to kind of like sit down and meditate. And then you evolve in the next stage. And like, shit, we just wasted like 12 billion years <laughs> spreading out everywhere. And like that, that shitty fucking patchouli smelly guy and the lady with the fucking the really nice ass and yoga pants was correct the whole time. Like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm Shri, I think, Shri Swarma Alex. <laughs> I think that is exactly where we're headed. I think so. Um, I mean, I don't. I think what's actually going to happen is um, we're probably just going to keep dumb fucking our way the exact way we've been the entire time. There's going to be like a pretty big, like, backward slide that's going to happen reasonably soon. Next 100 years, 200 years. Uh, hopefully it's it's... Of the level of Rome collapsing and going into like a dark ages, and then we'll probably start on the rise again. But if uh, if sea levels are happening like it is, I think we're we're really looking at a like a post apocalyptic uh, the entire thing goes to shit situation, which I would be pretty bummed out by because 
I mean, frankly, we were doing a pretty good job of it. Like the fact we've had nuclear bombs for what, 80 years. We're still here after 80 years having those things. I know people are like, yeah, humans suck. They take over everything. We've had 80 years of nuclear bombs and we're still alive. That's some, that's some good for us. That is some, that is some, well, that's like, that's like being a teenager. Your parents leave for the weekend. And you don't have a party. That's fucking crazy. 80 years of, we could destroy the entire planet and we haven't done it yet. Good for us. Absolutely. Everybody's all pessimistic saying we suck at things. Like, yeah, I know. We poison the planet, yada, yada. Plastic island the size of Texas floating the ocean. Yeah, that does blow. But it's not like we signed a contract saying, oh, let's make this plastic island. We did sign a contract saying, oh, we made this incredible death machine. We're st- we haven't really. I've been used twice on, on population during a war. Unfortunate. But... We've had a really good record since then. And not just America, like all the other ones. Well fucking done. Yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, that's pretty surprising. I mean, doesn't seem that difficult for a young yeah. upstart dictator to exactly. uh, get their hands on one and just fuck some shit up. Yeah, that's why, yeah, that's that's the whole, like, when people get, like, really, like, I, I'm at heart optimistic because of shit like that. Like, if, if someone, you know, if I could travel back in time, you know, if I was alive back then and someone said... Hey Alex, give me give me your you know your odds bet that in the next seventy years that we're still going to be here. That I just found out we invented these weapons. I'd be like, no fucking way. Absolutely, that's not going to happen. Like, I would be like, yeah, nineteen sixties tops, and this world is fucking dunsky. Like, I would there's no I would put level money on that back then. Like, there's no fucking way we would have made it. Now it's two thousand goddamn sixteen. That's that's miraculous. Yeah, you know, that's the, that's that's the thing. This is the new Alexcast is going to be positivity. Is that we're a bunch of idiots, and yeah, we're killing everything, but we didn't blow each other up on purpose. I think that's uh, humanity's crowning achievement, right there. Hmm. You know, I mean, it takes a lot of restraint. You know, yeah, not to blow each other up. It's what we're really good at. Yeah, the internet's the internet's good too. You know, according to some people. It's the downfall of society. Yeah, but some people are idiots. <laughs> Here's the thing. Again, it's one of those Star, Star Trek things. If, if you had told me, you know, before the onset of the popular internet that, oh, yeah, we're going to invent this massive worldwide thing that I can go on a website in, you know, any country in the world. And some countries are a little blocked out, but even those you can kind of get around with not that much effort. And that's just, oh, and yeah, and it's not going to just be in political top level. You don't need a security clearance. You can just like have it on every computer ever. I'd be like, yeah, it's totally not going to happen. Like the Illuminati would stop it. Like this is yep, yep. It's impossible. I'm like, no, totally, totally cool. Like his reference earlier, I've, my dumb shit, me babbling about whatever the fuck I babble about. Fucking idiots in Australia listening to it. That's a, that's a goddamn powerful bit of technology we figured out and somehow didn't screw. I mean, we're screwing up now, but we didn't screw it up yet. Yeah. I was going to say, I yeah. think we're headed down that path. Unfortunately, yeah. it's but, a nice run though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like it, it's crazy. Like you can go to like just random. Like I can order like weird Chinese like imitation parts to stuff, and and just I can just go. That's fine. It's totally like a thing that can happen. Like that's that's up there with the printing press. Absolutely. Which I think that's pretty much all we ever did was the wheel, the printing press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck penicillin and 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 the internet. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, the internet, like the printing press, is a great equalizer, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's it really works out for us. Not so great for the people in power, 
Yeah. You know, or the mega corporations. However. Yeah. Until, oh yeah, I mean, until they figure it out that, yeah. you know, the, but again, it's one of those, I keep saying, like, that's why I don't believe in a lot of conspiracy theories. Cause like, you know, you've had, you've had all this time to figure this shit out. Like, let's, let's, you know, let's, let's actually try to like, you could win already is one of like end game. Like this is, you're not, you're not good at this. If, if this exists, you suck. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause it's, yeah, they've been behind the scenes for thousands of years trying to control human blah, blah, blah. And blah, what, well, no, they would just, I think they would just win. Right. Like they're just be in power. Like outright, like the why hide? Like the because if you're in control, of everything is no reason to hide. You'd just be like, yeah, we're in control. Yeah, well, we I mean, you have to consider the possibility that there are those uh, influential forces, but they are also battling each other. Yeah. So you know, there could be you know some Illuminati type shit going on where they want the internet for one reason and these people yeah. don't, and which is just politics, really. I mean, yeah, you can call it the Illuminati if you're conspiratorial but yeah know, the, that's uh, just politics the, the the illuminati i think is another one of those ones where i just take the other side of is this is this is a radical french thinker i think he was german it was weishaupt weishaupt he was german was he german i wasn't sure if he had a german name and was from france but he's oh yeah we want free thinking and 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 knowledge it's literally illuminati is illumination right how are they the bad guys I mean, right. what, what the fuck this is like that 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 sage shit where I mean, really, Satan's the, yeah, he's like the good guy. Like, yeah, you know, that guy that wants you to like learn stuff and think for yourself. Like, yeah, he's the bad guy in this. Like, wait, this is, no, that's, I'm on your side. Like, yeah, here, would you, would you like to know stuff or you want to listen to that jerk that told you to stand right there? Oh, uh, well, I mean, wait, so you're saying I could think. And have an interesting life, or I could stand around naked and listen to some schmuck. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, it's, it's give me that apple. Uh, let's rock this shit. Absolutely. I guess I'm part of the Illuminati. I'm finally admitting it. Huh. I, I've been leaning towards that. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready to sign up whenever they ask me. Yeah, I would. I was asked to join them. Well, not asked to join the Masons, but somebody was walking me through how I can join the Masons, and um, I was thinking about doing it, yeah. but uh, apparently it just takes fucking forever to get to like any kind of like. I don't know when you start to learn stuff, but like it takes forever to get to even a level where I know you don't learn fuck all. And I just, that seems like a lot of hanging out at a fraternal lodge. Right. Yeah. A lot of uh, pointless rituals to build trust. And, yeah. Like yeah. if I could kind of talk to them and be like, guys, I'm hip. I got this shit. Don't even worry about it. I'm, I'm, can, can I just, I'm not saying, I'm not going at like 33rd degree or whatever. Just, just jump in at Master Mason. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to jump in at some point with that. I, I, I want to have some, cause this is pointless. I'm going to tell you, you want me on your side. I'm, I'm going to be a good soldier for you, uh, for the Masons, but you're going to, I don't want to be a private. Like, I don't want to start out as a foot soldier. I don't want to, I don't want to go and do weird charity drives. Like we all know that's not what this is about. I get it. I've studied Egyptian mythology. Wait, wait, oh yeah. It's not based on that. Shut up. I know. I know you're, I know you're not supposed to tell me. I know though. Let's just. Give me the card, and we can have a conversation about Egyptian mythology. We'll be cool. I got it. Yeah. And they won't—they won't do it though. I don't know. I mean, I've heard uh, conflicting reports about that. I really think it depends on the lodge. I think there's some definitely that are that desperate. Oh, really? They might work something out with you under oh, the table. I should probably do that. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is like in Portland. I imagine this isn't a terrible place to be a Mason. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's Portland is is a strange thing where it's Portland for being this kind of uh, you know independent kind of place, really like belonging to shit. Oh yeah. Like oh my god, does Portland like to wait in lines for shit? And 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 like oh boy, do you like being in a room with other people? Like you really like thinking like your friends, and it's odd because it's kind of no, I'm free thinking. I know this is the old fucking hack thing, but it's like, yeah, I'm original just like everybody else. Like it's, it's, but this Portland is a really great example of that. And it's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe Masons are struggling here because the, the cool thing is to, is to rally around not being them. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, also one of their, you know, tenants for recruitment is they're not allowed to ask you to join. So that's, that right there is pretty tough. Yeah. I mean, Jeez, you really I, have to work around that. Well, I mean, they say that, but I mean, I've had conversation where I, I wasn't asked, but I'm, I'm reasonably sure it was like, like, oh, could I have a pamphlet? Like there's <laughs> right. a, I'm not going to name which one, but there's one of the kind of occulty weird stores I go to in town. Uh, there's a, there's a Scottish Rite Mason that, that works there. And we've had like small amount of conversation and. It, it wasn't like on top, but it, I got the very, very, uh, what I felt obvious vibe was I could just go, yeah, so can I just join? And he would have been like, oh, yes, please. And <laughs> like, just, he would, I think he would have just dove over the table right. and, and, <laughs> and welcomed me in. Like, I'll, I'm closing the shop. I'll go, I'll bring you right now. Oh my God, you're young. We need you to show up. Yes. Like, you know, that sort of thing. So I don't know, maybe I should, uh, the problem is one of my things I want to join is so I could talk about it, but you 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 have to swear not to. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, it's one thing to tell you know a significant other, a close friend, yeah. but to put it on your podcasts, which yeah would be pretty inevitable. Yeah, and that's, that's pretty sacrilegious. Yeah, and I as much as like I don't like it's not like I really have any you know I don't have like reverence for fucking masons, but uh, I. I'm a little like, I don't, I'm not, I don't like breaking my word. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a, if I promise something or I say I'm going to do something, I I really try to follow through like with, with, with every bit I can. So I just, I feel pretty, I I don't know if I could go through with giving, like swearing in all this shit. Like, could I, could I, could I just do like a year? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard that. Um, you know, it definitely seems like the type of people who would be interested in joining, joining the Masons are the kind of people who would take a vow like that serious. Yeah. So yeah, that's, you know, there's some, uh, there's some exceptions to the rule, but, uh, I've heard that as well. People who want to get as close as possible. You hear them like on conspiracy interviews yeah. and stuff. It's like, Oh, but I couldn't take that leap to join because then I couldn't talk about yeah. it. It's like, well, well, the first, the first, uh, ceremony is, is you go through is, is they, they you're bound and you swear that, if you speak a word of what you see, they're allowed to chop your tongue off from the root, which, I mean, I, like, I know we live in a society and that's not allowed. And I don't think it, like some schlub, you know, fraternal order out of Portland is actually going to chop anybody's tongue out. You're not going to learn any secrets until you get way the fuck higher up. Right. But I'm still pretty goddamn reticent to, to say, oh, yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you my word that you can chop my tongue off. No, like let's. If you're like uh, a pinky, uh, yeah, I, I'll do yeah. that. I'll, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, if if I if I speak and chop a pinky off, cool. I'll, I'll swear to that. That's that's all right. You know, I don't. I I like my pinkies. I'm I'm 
I'd like to keep them. But I'm, I'd be a little bit better about, you know, swearing upon that. But, you know, ugh, I don't want you to chop my tongue out. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty brutal right up front. Yeah. You know, for and, the first ceremony, I mean. Yeah, and the last thing you taste is like dude fingers. Oh, God. Just think about that. Ew, I got dude fingers on my tongue, and then they chop your tongue off. So your last memory of taste is dude finger. Yeah, that's terrible. It's gross. Yeah. No, with stem cell advances. Yeah, you think you might be able to grow another one? Yeah, pro- I'd be probably pretty soon. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, it might be in development. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, I imagine there's a recovery period. Uh, you know, it might be a while before you can reveal any more secrets. Yeah, it's true. I was just thinking, like, you know, it's at least I'd like keep my opportunities open that, you know, yeah, I may lose a tongue, but it's not like, you know, it's not the end of the world. You know, it's it's uh, it would just hurt a lot and you bleed and it'd be really awkward at work and around your social social groups the next day. Because, you know, it's not like it's not like it's the fucking 1600s or fucking, you know, some BC time where it's common to have your fucking tongue chopped out. Yeah, I'm sure that was never common, but at least I'm sure is far, far less like. Wait, what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. if 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 somebody you know had their tongue chopped out, that would be the singular weirdest thing that's happened to anybody you know. Like, it'd be it would be the weirdest shit in the universe. Oh, yeah. Violently by a group of masons. I mean, that is yeah. absolutely. You would insane. never stop talking about it. So it's it it is a uh, yeah it's it's a certainly a, a risk. Uh, but I think there'd be a risk on their part too because it'd be like, no, we of course no, I'm telling the cops. Fuck you, Alex. No, I'm telling the cops for you. My uh, officer, my friend Alex got his tongue chopped off by the fucking Masons that go in there, burn their goddamn place down. Yeah, uh, no, it's and it's not a mystery either. I mean, it's this lodge right here. It's a yeah. public place. I mean, check yeah, like this he's out. been like he literally has a bumper <laughs> sticker that says the lodge number on, it. and the yep. lodge number's on the front of the building. Like this isn't this isn't some shit. Like you don't have to. It's not the stone. It's not the uh, the stone cutters from the Simpsons where you have to hit like a button and drive through a mountain. Like no, it's it's okay. It's it's fifteenth and Morrison. I, I can tell you where the front entrance is. You want to talk to Pete? He's got the front door. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. So anyway, yeah, Freemasons. Um, all right, what have we done? We're close. Let's talk about iTunes. Okay. I was looking at iTunes, and the last person to 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 leave a to leave a uh, 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 iTunes comment is you. Yeah, of course. Now, I want everybody out there, if you're listening to the show, to leave an iTunes thing. If you have an iTunes account, leave a leave a leave a nice iTunes rating. But the reason I bring this up is this: if you have left an iTunes review and it does, and and just give a look to see if it's on there. Um, uh, you know, uh, see, see if you did it. Cause I know of a few people that have told me they left a review and it wasn't like they were lying. Like they said they did. And it's totally not there. Yeah. Do you have my, uh, Skinner review? Uh, yes. That okay. is the last one I've gotten was from March 26th. Okay. Yeah. And it usually takes a while to show up too. It's pretty, pretty weird little system they have going there. Yeah. Cause I have a few people that said they did it and, and, uh, that, that I know, like that I know well enough that like, it's not like they're just trying to get rid of me. Like we're going to see each other a bunch in the future. Like there would be no reason to lie (laughs) uh, that it never showed up. So, um, if you think that it's, if you're exhaling on, Oh God, Alex, all he does is bitch about not getting reviews. Um, you know, if you want to give a second, just, you know, in iTunes, you know, click on the thing and say, show an iTunes store and see if you got a review there. Cause I don't know what the hell's going on. And that does help as we discussed before about, uh, uh, you know, rankings and whatnot. And the same goes for uh, 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 any of the books on, on Amazon. 
because frankly, it's like a hundred words you got to write as a review. So um, that's really not that hard. It's it's a hundred words. That's quite fun, really. Yeah. And you just click, click five stars and that's it. You can click four if you want to. Anything below that, like, what the fuck's your problem? Why would you go out of your way to do that if you listen to me? Like, that's yeah. that's mean. Yeah. There's some that uh, have found you randomly, They're, like the iTunes reviews. There's a couple really funny ones. Oh, like, yeah. I downloaded this because his name was Alex. Fuck this show. <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, know. yeah. Well, that's that's <laughs> the one before you, which, which this really kind of, I liked. I thought this was a podcast about my favorite science fiction show, Lex. When oh, I started listening yeah. and discovered it wasn't, I was disappointed. Listen more and eventually became slightly less disappointed. But oh, that was a five-star review, a so review. I like it. I, that wasn't the... So, that was yeah, the one I was thinking of, but uh, no, there's I, I only, know there's some other ones. There's only one bad review. There's one two-star review, which I actually agree with, unfortunately. Oh, it's man. from uh, M. Quixote. I love the topics and find the subject matter interesting, but this guy seems like he's always unprepared and stutters quite a lot. <laughs> it's very frustrating to listen to. <laughs> Tried out the most recent three episodes because I was hoping to hear some cool things and found mostly meandering babble. Sorry, really <laughs> wanted to like it. Now, here's the problem with that. It's, that's, that's totally right. Like, I can't be bad at that review. Like, I can be like, well, you didn't really have to go out of your way to leave a review. But, I mean, frankly, that is why reviews exist. Yes, I, he is using the system You correctly. did it properly. I, I, I'm not upset by that. I really can't really do anything about it. But that's the only bad review. And it's one that went out of their way to do it. You know, well, I guess everybody goes out of their way to do it. But, uh. It was just so, it was so random of, of, oh, well, that's, that's rough. Yeah. You have to wonder if he, you know, he heard your request or if he just did that on his own. He was like, I really got to let this guy know what's going on, you know, with this show. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cause I feel like anytime I've ever said review the show, I've always given the caveat of, well, unless you give it a shitty review, then don't right. bother. Cause I mean, again, if you hear me say it, it means you're listening so if you're listening, you probably at least like the show or, I mean, you have like severe mental issues and, and I don't, I don't know why you would do that to yourself. Like, why would you sit down and keep listening to something that's terrible? Um, not terrible that, that you find terrible. Cause I mean, this is, this is objectively terrible, but, uh, you know, if you, if you find it subjectively terrible, it's a weird thing to listen to. Yeah. That breakdown makes sense. Yeah, it's Absolutely. odd. Like, but I mean, also from what I've heard of every other radio show, uh, they they tend to uh, make a point of their fans are terrible and mock them constantly. Yeah, yeah. So that's a big thing. I don't really understand, but you know, if anybody's listening, to this, you know, thanks. I guess. Yeah. Well, I think it comes back. I don't know if I think this was before we started recording, but uh, you know, the talking down to the fans and everything, or the listeners. Um, you know, I think it really helps to establish the cultiness of your show. You know what I mean? So a lot of those big name shows being demeaning or whatever, it could really help with that. Uh, getting those real meek listeners. Oh, uh, that I should be more demeaning? Yeah. Well, no, uh, just that it could help. You know, I could see okay. that being a positive thing. All right. You know, just be like a real asshole. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really great at being a, at being a huge asshole. It's tough, you know, like you I'm good at like you gotta do. every now and again coming out with like a, like a, like a one asshole statement, but then like immediately following up with an apology or an explanation of, I'm sorry, I just really would find it funny that I would say that right there. And right. I assure you, I didn't mean it. I just, this was such an awkward situation that I'm just going to put words in the universe. 
So, I mean, maybe, I mean, yeah, I can be, a, I can start being a jerk. Yeah. Just really, you know, talk down to people, you know, devalue them. Um, you know, some people might find that motivating. All right. Well, let's start here. Hey, Corey Coley. Uh, yeah, your idea was funny and, uh, and I appreciated you leaving the comment. So jerk. Did did I do it right? That was perfect. I think you changed his opinion for the better. All right. Because he, he, he commented that we should cold call the psychic hotline and ask if they want a tarot battle. Um, <laughs> and then that uh, Miss Cleo is going down. Now, I actually do like this idea. Yeah. Uh, this is this is the unfortunate part of that, though. Those cost money. And um, I don't have money. So I actually really like the idea of calling a psychic thing and then just trying to have like a rap battle of, of, of occult ability. But... Boy, would that be expensive. Yeah. And, you know, and, unless and, unless uh, unless we've got some kind of like Kickstarter, like Kickstarter for Alex randomly trolling a psychic call line, which I, I'm sure they still exist somewhere. Um, that would be that would be difficult for me to pull off. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of free psychic reading call in shows. No, <laughs> it's a very uh, niche thing. And usually they're trying to get money out of you. So. Yeah, there's occasionally these, uh, uh, there's a few podcasts that do like kind of uh, 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 esoteric or like um, weird, you know, towery psychic stuff that'll be like, call in and talk to the tower lady that I've been, I've been uh, uh, tempted to do and then just completely talk like me and you use a fake name just so I could have my listeners find it amusing that I just, you know, yeah, this, this is Jason, what's up? And then just, you know, just make shit up and be like, yeah. well, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I am concerned about my sister, you know, like just <laughs> completely, you know, just, just go with it and just, you know, yeah, yeah, I wasted some other show's time. But um, that I put that on the list of uh, of all the other things I, I've, I've, I've thought of, of that involves effort. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I don't want to put effort into things. Well, maybe it'll just fall in your lap. Yeah. Well, it's not really so much effort. Uh, I've, I found is, is it, the thing that's actually stopped me was... Um, I, uh, you would have to record at the same time as whatever that other show is. Yeah. And, oh man, I hate fucking planning shit. And it's like, I'm only doing this for like some one-off dumb joke. And I'm going to feel really weird once we hang up and be like, man, I just wasted like six hours. Of my, like I changed my evening to call in a fucking show so I could sort of make a couple of my fans laugh. Right. This is, let's not do this. Yeah. yeah. Alex, you really need to rethink your life. And then I just go into <laughs> depression spiral and everything looks, everything looks bleak and gray. So, you know, I'm not going to, not going to do it. Well, you could always fake it. Yeah. yeah just orchestrate the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll get, I'll, I'll just call one of my friends and be like, dude, yeah. Can you, can you fake a tower reading for me? Or I'll, I've had this idea for a really long time and I'm, I'm never going to do it. So I'll tell it to the audience, but I was going to do a cover show podcast. So instead of uh, like a cover song, was I was going to find another podcast. I was actually thinking of doing it with an episode of Ron and Fez, but they're no longer a radio show. <laughs> yeah. Of getting an hour segment or an hour or a podcast and just basically transcribing it and then going back as me as both the characters of the show doing a, you know, a cover song. So it's literally their words, but I'm just saying it and talking to myself and the hours it would take. And I was like, oh, I'm totally going to do this. But I realized it's one of those in meta jokes that it's like, I think like nine people would understand why this is really funny. 
And boy, is that a lot of fucking effort to go through to, to get like a nine person joke in. Yeah, that's about yeah. the most effort you could probably put in. Yeah. You know. It, 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 but I was like, oh, I just love the idea. Not doing like a good impression, like just, just you know, <laughs> half-assed impression. Just, the, the idea just really tickled me, but it's like, man, I really think people, it's either like radio obsessive people or people with a podcast are the only ones that are going to really get the humor on the level that, that I think I, I would be putting it out there. And then, you know, it's, oh, I just burned eight hours of my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you could always go for the cringe market. That's real big right now, you know? Yeah. Just make it so bad that uh, just people who aren't in on the joke just think that they're so clever by making fun of you that you go viral. Hmm. That's a real big thing right now on uh, social media, like YouTube and stuff as well. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really have that good of self-esteem to be able to withstand <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a very brave thing to do. Yeah, like yeah. like on the iTunes reviews, I have you know forty whatever uh, uh, really good reviews, and then one like kind of shitty one. And I sure you remember that shitty one a lot better than I remember any of those others. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, and that's one comment. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the one that sticks there. Yeah, for and sure. No, and I'm not and I'm not telling you people at home to leave shitty ones just because I'll remember it. I'll remember your good one. Don't worry. I'll say it on the I'll say it on the show. It'll be awesome. Whoops. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, you can do a shitty word review. Just make sure you hit five stars. Yeah, it's not that's like the iTunes. Most thing. Yeah, it's not like iTunes reads the comments. Just five stars. That's that's all we got to do. And yeah. then and then I'll be back on. I've been on new and noteworthy like twice, and uh, that was exciting. It's like, oh, look at me! I look like an actual real show. Yay! You know, this is great. But uh, it's been a while. I also haven't looked in a really long time, so they may have happened a whole shitload of times since then, and just. I saw it happen like twice in a couple weeks span and then I didn't look for a few weeks and I wasn't there when I changed back and uh, I didn't see it. So I could, I fuck I could be there right now. I have no fucking idea. No, I haven't put out a show for two weeks. I definitely wouldn't. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's an hour or something. Yeah. I recorded audio. Absolutely. Let's think about things. No, let's not. We're end here and then we can think about things afterwards. All right, so this has been an episode of the Alex Cast. I am Alex at uh, what's my website? AlexCast.com. Go there. That's where it links to everything. Do you do you want to uh, tell them anything? Any any place to show them? Any place to point their 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 mouse clickers? Oh boy. Uh, yeah, you could go to i i o t a iota dot bandcamp dot com and get free music. Yeah, you can even preview it. So you know. You don't download something that you fucking despise or whatever. You can, if you like the music, download it. It's free. It's there. Go do that. Listen to it. Enjoy. Go to my website. Leave reviews. Do things. Get off your ass. Well. Motivate. Don't get off your ass. You don't, don't even have to. Don't get off your ass. Yeah. But, you know, get your smartphones out, you people. Yeah. And just, you know, type like a little bit. Click, click stars. Who doesn't like clicking stars? You know, it's the way to do it. Uh, yes. So uh, this has been uh, the Alex Cast. I have been Alex. That is Michael. And uh, we will see you uh, the next time this happens. Good evening.